Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello and welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli. I'm here with my buddy. I'm at Aurora. How are you doing today? What's I'm at Chris. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I we were doing two recordings back to back here because we're talking each talking about our tech stacks. And I just finished talking about mine. And I'm actually very interested to hear what your tech stack is because it's been a while. We only talk about these about once a year. And we, we both sometimes change over the year because we find other products or apps that we like. And I'm interested to see where we're the same and where we're different. Yep. Let's do it, man. Yeah, this uh, is this is Ahmed's tech stack for course creation, how he creates courses. Take us through it. And to uh, reiterate what Chris had said in the last one, right? There's no one way to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, for absolute beginners, if you're just getting into course creation, uh, we have over, now we are at the point where we have simplified things, but it's still complex. I would, I could easily get rid of four or five different softwares, but creature of habit, I'm stuck. I'm right. doing it. That being said, let's let me start with the hardware first, right? That makes it possible. Today I am on my Canon M50 DSLR camera that I've connected to my computer, which I use. Chris, you use a Mac, I use a gaming PC, it's a HP PC. And I've connected through what's called a cam link, which mm -hmm. basically what it does is it sends a 4K signal from the camera to my computer because my camera can handle 4K video. My computer, if I just connect it directly with a, a USB-C cord, is going to give me a 720 or a 1080 output. Mm. I'm leaving not necessarily money on the table, but I'm leaving quality on the table, right? Yes. By not doing that. But I also have my Logitech C920. And for those of you uh, watching our videos, you can look at Chris's and mine side by side. You can see the depth of colors and stuff, right? Chris, you're using the Logitech. Yep. It's made as a webcam, so it's a little washed out. Whereas a, the Canon DSLR has those depth of colors. Yes. But both very so, good cameras and very much um, great for online recording for courses. Yep, absolutely. And Chris, you had said your mic was Squad HyperX Squadcast. I am using the Shure MV51. For yeah, my, which is a, a much mic. better mic, I would think. Is it? I don't know. But it's a USB mic and it came with an attachment where I could attach it to my iPhone and it would take hmm. input from my iPhone. So that was pretty cool. I've never tried that. Yes. Um, in fact, that was my next one. For my iPhone, I've started doing Amazon review videos and this is a new uh, program where you can be an Amazon influencer and do influencer videos which they place directly on the product. So for that, I take all my videos for just for that from my iPhone. And I bought a $25 like non-branded lapel mic, like a wireless mic from Amazon. And that's another piece of hardware that I've recently added to do these quick review videos. Do they require that you do the review videos on their platform? Is that why you do that? Why not just on your PC? Yeah, exactly. And I'll show you what this mic looks like, Chris. Yeah, the review uh, videos are going to go directly on their platform. Okay. And... Let me see if I can put my camera up. So this is the actual jack mm -hmm. that goes inside the... It's just a little microphone with a lightning plug on it that you use to stick no, right into so this the... This will go 
inside my iPhone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then the other piece is this mic. And it's super tiny, super light, and it charges. It has a little charger here. So this is wireless? It's wireless. And nice. watch this. It has the tiniest little button here. It might not focus for you. And if I keep this button pressed, you'll see that the light turns on. Oh, yeah, yeah. And once it's green, we are in business. So what's going to happen is right now it's blinking red and green like a Christmas tree. Once I plug this thing into my phone, you it's see it's connected. solid green now. I see that. That's awesome. It's connected and we are in business. So now anything I say into my phone when I'm recording videos from my phone, I can just put this on my shirt, clip it, and it'll start recording. 25 bucks. So this is something for those of you who are trying to get into this at a very low cost. This is a great way to do it. If you've already got an iPhone, all you'd need to do is buy this little $25 lapel mic that Amit has, and you could record an entire course with you and that lapel mic, and you'd be good to go. Yep. Or if you have a PC or a Mac, you can buy a $30, $40 Blue Yeti, like the That's exactly cheap right. ones, like the, the, uh, like the snowball. snowball. Yeah, and, and even, the, even these uh, Logitech C922s, they're about $60 now. They're not expensive. Uh, so yeah, there's no reason not to get into this. Now, one piece of hardware that I splurged on, but I will preface this by saying that I did this after three years of course creation and YouTube videoing is this Godox uh, light, which is, uh, you can see it falling on me. It's like a professional camera or a, a videographer light. I forgot what, it, what the actual term is, like what kind of light it is. But it's really it good. A, like a softbox? Yeah, it's a softbox yeah. light. And I want to say this thing was expensive. It was like a couple of hundred bucks. So this is the one splurge I did after two, three years of just using regular lights. Yeah, so, I'll tell you, I think lighting is one of the hardest things to figure out. And I have tried a lot of things. That's why I ended up just going with this ring light. Because I'm like, you know what? It lights up my face. <laughs> but, uh, but you can certainly spend a little more, get some really good quality light if you have a good eye for that. And like I said, after, I don't feel like you have to do it right away, but it, that's something you can definitely work your way into. Yeah, Chris, like you see behind me, uh, you can see some depth of field because now I have mm -hmm. like, I have this light shining on me on one side, right? So it's not fully lighting my face. And then I have one right behind my monitor. And what I can do is I can use my phone and I can change the colors of it. Right now, it's on this purple color, but you can see the light reflecting on my face. So as I yes. change and change the brightness, you can see now my facial color is also changing. Yeah, that's cool. That pretty light, just give it like a soft hue of a different color. It's not all white on my face. Yeah, that's good. All right, so that's lighting right. And quick tip for our listeners, our viewers, you can hire someone from a photography school who is this and just ask them, pay them like 50 bucks and say, hey, come help me with lighting in my room and you could see world of this. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So that's what you're using for all your hardware. What are you using for your apps and your software to get your course online? Yep. So I'm mainly focused on content creation for YouTube, right? I'm not that in depth in courses at the moment. So mm -hmm. I use a lot. I, but I review a lot of products. So I use Descript. We talked about this in the last episode. So we won't go too in-depth into this. I pay them $228 a year or $288 a year. Worth it. It has all these AI tools. I just keep getting better. 
So check out Descript. That's what I use for screen recording, for transcription, for publishing. I used to use two different softwares. I actually, Chris, used to use three different softwares. I used to use Screencast-O-Matic because it had the little circle. I remember that. I, we were recording this podcast when you were doing that. Yep. And then I used to export it to Filmora to do all my edits in Filmora. And then once Descript got added, I used to go from Screencast-O-Matic to Descript, cut the silences and then Filmora. And now I do everything in Descript. So let me ask you this. We did not talk last time about the fact that Descript allowed you to do screen recording. Can you actually record what you're doing on your desktop just like you could with Ecamm Live, like what I do? Absolutely. So it has the two-in-one, right? You can either do just screen or just your face or just audio, or you can do all of it. So you can do your screen with face, with audio. I will say Descript has all these amazing features. There is a free app, Chris, that has all of the same features. It's called CapCut. It is huge on mobile, but now they have a desktop version or even a browser version, Chris. They have pretty much all of it for free. If you don't have the budget for Descript, go with CapCut. Yeah, CapCut doesn't it have might, all the AI stuff though, does it? It does. It has the yeah. background remover, green screen. You don't even need to be on a green screen anymore. Just like Descript. I can press a button, it removes the background. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. So you're using Descript for doing your screen recording and your editing, right? Yep. Editing, publishing, screen recording, all of it. For my softwares, for my uh, funnels, courses, I use a combination of Zendler and System. Why I use two is, I one, because I want to promote both of them. So in order for me to promote, I have to know how, to, how they work. In fact, yep. right after this podcast, I'm going to create a video on how to use system in 2024. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. But yeah, that's why I use both uh, Zendler because I got in on the lowest possible tier. So I don't want to let go of it, FOMO. And then sometimes because I do have the lifetime deal for swipe pages, I do integrate that into my workflow. If I want to quickly whip up a landing page and I don't want any bells and whistles, I'll go to swipe pages. It's super simple, fast, easy, gets the job done. But five pages is just optional. Mostly yeah. it's Zendler and System. Yeah. Now, I know that you also use Thrivecart when it comes to doing payments, but why not just use what's built into Zendler or System or yeah. swipe, uh, swipe Pages? It, good question, because Thrivecart was before all of this came along in my life. Mm -hmm. So I was a teachable, and then I found out about Thrivecart lifetime deal. And because all my products are just there, I think, it actually works out good because if a system goes down, if Zeller tomorrow goes belly up or God forbid, same thing happens to a system or both of them, my not, not, it's not going to impact me much because now I'm just going to find a course delivery platform, which Thrivecart has too. I just don't have that need to pay that extra 200 today to upgrade to Thrive Learn. Yep. But that's why I like to decouple my cart from my products. However, system, the way that they are going so fast, I might just move everything there. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. All right. And then I use Sessions, which is a Zoom alternative. Even though Zendler now allows you one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls, it didn't have that functionality till recently. And I had bought Sessions on a lifetime deal. So mm -hmm. I use that for my one-on-one -on -one calls, which I do have good use of because I offer free 15-20 minute sessions for 
anyone who's stuck on Zendler or needs some help and then hope to convert with them to clients. So it's paid off or paid whatever money I put into the lifetime. Deal. Yeah, we did an episode on sessions a little while back. I was just looking to see which one it was and I don't, I can't figure out which number it was, but we did a, a video on sessions a while back. It is a really great app for doing those one-on-one -on -one meetings or even one-on-many meetings. I use it almost every day now. And then lastly, too, I couldn't, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about more AI software, right? Uh, we <laughs> talked about Descript having all this AI stuff, but ChatGPT and especially ChatGPT Plus, Chris, I don't know if you've seen a few of my posts, just the inspiration you can get with visuals now is just stunning and it's mastering text quite a bit in fact let me see if i can pull up this thing i did today with my kids before they were going to bed sometimes what we do is i'll tell them hey you tell me what this uh, bedtime story is going to include and they will tell me it's going to include bats and pizza and zombies and then we'll just have chat gpt write it right so I told ChatGPT this prompt, Chris, write me a bedtime story that includes, and then my kids gave me all these prompts. So it includes zombies, volcanoes, bats, pizza, cat, and this place called Urban Air, which is a bounce place. What I added was also make a cover for the story. So here's the book cover, and you will appreciate wow. that as a person who dabbles in children's books, that you get the book cover along with the story. Wow, so cool. Minus the, some of the spelling mistakes, which is, yes, AI right. is getting really good at it. Yeah, really cool. So ChatGPT has become indispensable. And then in the same way, I use Leonardo.ai for some of my images, but I might be cutting that cord soon because that's 12 bucks a month. ChatGPT Plus seems to handle all of it stunningly. Yeah, it is. No, normally, I don't recommend it you try to do everything in an all-in-one software because I've tried to do that so many times in the past and then I feel like it, the software doesn't do anything, one thing great. But some of these apps, especially like Descript and even ChatGPT, they do what they do so well, you really can rely just upon them and don't need a lot else or Canvas like that too. And Chris, here's the thing with ChatGPT Plus, right? I can create, here, let me just end with this snippet of extra wisdom we might have to do a full episode just on this if you're on plus you can go to this button called explore for those of you yeah. watching our screen and you can create your own chat gpt bots you think why would i want to do here's an example this i want to write i want to write daily horoscopes for let's say five days and mm -hmm. this is for my twitter account that i share horoscopes Every day. Now, instead of going and telling ChatGPT the same command over and over again, watch this. I'm going to say, write a tweet between February 1st to February 5th. I have programmed this bot to do exactly what I want it to do. I have already given it all the possible commands. It has already been configured in this configure button. Now, I just give it this one line. And it knows that first it's going to create an image that wow, it's going to know what yep. February 2nd is. February 2nd is Aquarius. Then it's going to write me that tweet and it's going to keep it under the 160 characters along with relevant hashtags for Twitter. And then and it's emojis. Going to move on to, and emojis. 
and then it's going to move on and do the same for the next day. And I have trained it to go in that date range. Now, I was building another one for Fiverr gigs. So I'm going to say create a gig for SEO, proofreading or resume writing. It, I fed ChatGPT about 50 to 60 different gigs in each of these categories. Mm-hmm. And now all I have to do is say, make me an SEO gig. So it's going to go or refer to what I had already given it. Wow. And now it's telling me how I need to actually set it up. So it's telling me you have to do the title creation. You have to do the detailed description of the services. And it has learned all that because I fed it that data. So this is where the power of chat GPT comes in, where daily mundane tasks, you can just outsource it to chat GPT. Yeah, this is chat GPT is starting to get to the point where us regular users who aren't keeping up with all the commands are falling behind on the technology, right? Because it's gotten very smart and you could really probably build a career out of just knowing how to put in the right commands and programming it for people. Yep, absolutely. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about your tech stack. And so let me just do a quick refresh as to what we've talked about. You said for hardware, you're using a Shure MV51 mic. You're using the Logitech C920 and the Canon M50 cameras. You've got your Godex light. And then, of course, we talked about that little $25 wireless lapel mic that you use with your iPhone. That's for your hardware. Then for your software, you keep it real simple. For screen recording, you used a script. You use Zendler and System for funnels and courses, sometimes swipe pages. You've got Thrivecart set up for payments, which you don't have to do, but you like to do. Then you got sessions for your one-on-one calls. And then, of course, ChatGPT and Leonardo AI. That's good stuff, Amit. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, thank you all for tuning in, for watching, for listening. And until next time, Chris, what are they going to do? They're going to keep creating. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.